Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Thematic Podcast. My name is Craig. And I'm Daniel. And we are making Good Theology Automatic. Yeah. Aren't we? We're trying to. We sure try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have a question today. Um, very short and very simple. Three words. Yeah. We're going to try to get it in 20 minutes. Okay, 20 minutes. Yeah. Here's the question. Is counseling biblical? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great question. Um, and uh, I, I think that we're talking about sort of the American sense of counseling, where maybe you go and meet with a professional certified licensed counselor, kind of talk through your problems. And obviously there's psychiatrists, and then there's psychologists, and then there's counselors, right? What's the difference? Um, I think it's uh, one can prescribe medication, and then one can't. And then like a family counselor is more like uh, you would do sort of group meetings, and they sort of try to hash out, and they have like, you know, tools uh, to work through communication issues mostly, okay, I believe. And also in our world, uh, as I understand it, there are Christian counselors who are not licensed mm-hmm. through the state, but they do m- professional counseling yeah. from a biblical perspective. Yeah, and but and, they're not like licensed counselors. Yes, and some. Um, get, uh, not certified is the wrong word, but get training, special training to go through something um, where they'll do like spiritual healing, so to speak. I know it sounds kind of spooky or supernatural. Like Sozo stuff? Like Sozo stuff, yeah, which I don't know where everyone stands on that, but I know some people who have personally gone through it and has really offered a lot of uh, healing from trauma that they've gone through uh, in a healthy, what I would describe as a biblical way, or at least a really safe uh, space to do it, and, and it's been really beneficial for them. So yeah, yeah. well, and so that's I'm pretty confident that the New Testament, one of the names or one of the roles of the Holy Spirit is to be a counselor. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, right. So I think personally, I think wherever people are at with it, I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like humans can help, and but they mm-hmm. can only help so far. Yeah, I think if you're a Jesus follower, you foundationally believe that you are also wanting God to do something in your life supernaturally and spiritually. And that's one of the jobs of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this, where did this question come from? Uh, Instagram? Uh, uh, yeah, Instagram. Instagram. So, so whoever's asking this question on Instagram, I think I would assume that maybe they're considering going to counseling and they just want to make sure that like, it's okay to go. Um, my answer to this person is, yeah, it's okay to go biblically. In fact, I think the Bible encourages us to seek wise counsel in multiple places, but it qualifies the counsel as wise. Right. And I think uh, what I would say is I have seen a lot of benefit come from people who get counseling. And I think every counselor listening to this would be nodding their head right now, because I, th- I think good counselors spend a lot of time undoing what poor counselors have done to people. So choosing or selecting a good counselor is is paramount. It's really, really important. Mm. I don't think I'm qualified to help you determine how, what is a good counselor and what isn't. But I will say there's a great verse in Psalm, and I had to look it up because I couldn't remember the reference. It's Psalm 119, 24, and it says, your statutes are my delight. They are my counselors. Um, mm. And I love that because... The Holy Spirit's our counselor, yes, but a lot of us can kind of feel like, what's the Holy Spirit saying? I'm not quite sure, right? We're we're often trying to determine what God is speaking to us, and so we'll bounce it off of other trusted people, right? That's part of the process. Right. But let's remember 
that his statutes are also our guideposts and our counselors. And so find someone, I'm not saying you like you could only go to a Christian counselor, but definitely find someone whose advice or counsel lines up with God's word mm-hmm. and will only counsel you in alignment with God's statutes. Would that be fair to say? Is that yeah. a good way to say it? Yeah. So if someone's counseling you to do something that's not in alignment with what God would have for your life, that that probably wouldn't be a good counsel. Because I think you'll always be in conflict with it. Right. Yeah. I mean, getting counsel is clearly biblical. Yeah, for sure. And we all get counsel and Mm -hmm. we all give counsel, whether Mm -hmm. it's just your girlfriend saying, hey, what do you think about this? And like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like that's, counsel is somebody's opinion. Yeah. But in a professional counseling situation, it's, it's a little different. It's mm-hmm. you know, typically structured to be more them listening. Yeah. Um, okay. So would you would you say if this person is saying, "Hey, I'm following Jesus," is counseling biblical? So we said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And okay, do I need to find a Christian counselor specifically? Um, so I, full disclosure, in year five of my marriage, Marie and I went to a uh, couples counseling. Um, we were just in some gridlock specifically from my angle in my career. I was a pastor. Uh, for those of you that have never been vocational ministers, being a pastor can take a toll on a marriage. Like it was really, really hard. You spend all your time, um, well, in my immaturity, I was spending all my time pouring into others and not maintaining the garden of my home, you know, like not caring for my wife. A good example was I had a homeless ministry caring for street people. And in ministry, you don't make a lot of money. We were making very little money. And I gave my poor wife's only stroller for our child away to someone. Because what happens is I see, yeah, I see all the need downtown and I just give away everything. And my sweet wife goes, we're on WIC food stamps, you know, and she goes to go shopping and can't even push our baby around. And she's like, Daniel, like we have nothing too, you know? And I'm just like, and there's a reason why Jesus at one point, and he's not being cruel, <laughs> but he says the, the poor you all have with you. I'm with you for a short time. There's, he's not being insensitive or lacking empathy. He's just saying prioritize. And like, there was a time where I didn't prioritize the health of myself or my family. Um, because the mission was so big and my ambition to do the right thing. And that was when I had that real pharisaical spirit and I wanted to always be doing the right thing. I was so concerned about it. And I'd driven my family to a real breaking point. And so we went and got counseling at a counseling center called Crossroads in Colorado. And they're famously amazing. Oh, I I think... I think J.O. went there. Oh, dude, it's so good. If anyone's in the United States and can have access to go to it, that's where I would recommend going. The first statement of our counselor, whose name was Will, he's incredible. He said, I am a small C counselor with a small C. The first one minute, he's like, let's invite the big C counselor, the Holy Spirit, for this entire week. Because at the end of the day, he's who's going to go home with you and walk all this stuff out. And so the entire framework was how will the Holy Spirit take these tools and these learnings and these conversations and manifest them throughout the rest of your marriage. And since that year five, many of those tools and those truths and those things that came out, we have still put in practice. So can it be... it it 
really was beneficial to us, but we, we, well, it was selected for us. I mean, someone was like, you're going here. This is the right place. So, I mean, I didn't even pick, but it was hugely beneficial, but picking the right place is hugely key or the right person. So, yeah. Yeah. So I I guess it would be similar to somebody to use the term I don't really like per se, but church shopping, somehow trying to figure out if a pastor and a church is biblical and spirit-filled and all of those mm-hmm. things that since we're not prescribing choose this counselor or that counselor, we would say ask those questions of yeah. who's going to be counseling you. Like, yeah. Look into their theology a little bit. Look into yeah. Their, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's really important, you know? So. Yeah, I know. I... Uh, Jessica and I, I personally, and me and Jessica have never been to professional counseling, but we have a couple in our life that honestly, I don't know what we would do without. Mm. Uh, there's a few, but one specific that have really been our counselors are when stuff is just not going well, Mm -hmm. they're the emergency call. They come over and they have counseled us through stuff. So um, while I haven't been to professional counseling, I would say, honestly, like, I don't even know what, where we would be without mm-hmm. that counsel in my life. So that's awesome. I would, if you don't have somebody like that, and even sometimes <clears throat> as a, sometimes you just need the professional level. Not everybody does. Sometimes a, pa- a pastor, pastoral counseling can, can work for whatever your issue is, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that it's a good thing, but I agree with you. Yeah. Just make sure that you have somebody that, uh, believes in the Bible and is spirit-filled. You know, what's funny is I read the I read the passage this morning. I didn't know we were getting this question, but I actually read the passage this morning talking about the Holy Spirit being a counselor. Mm. And I was like, where is that? You want to read well, it? Well, I know where it's at because it's in John 14, but uh, I wanted to know what the word was because some versions say the helper, some say the counselor, and some say the advocate. So you probably heard this word before. The, you have, have you heard the word the paraclete? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the paraclete. Parakletos is the word, and it means summoned to call, summoned, called to one side, especially called to aid. So it's almost even like a lawyer, like mm-hmm. your your advocate, uh, your your comforter and your counselor, one who pleads another's cause or an intercessor, mm. um, and a helper. So this is these are all like the jobs of the Holy Spirit yeah and even in the past the same passage Jesus says you know when I go the Holy Spirit will come and he will remind you of the things that I've said mm-hmm. and speak to you truth yeah and so um, I think that obviously if you're going to counseling sometimes you're you know you need an outside voice yeah and we do need that but I think that my counsel my counsel mm-hmm. <laughs> my counsel to you would be, Really think through, like, are you trying to listen to the Holy Spirit, too? Yeah. And take them both. Yeah. The, there's one little tiny can of worms that I do want to open, because I think it's I think it's important. Um, there's... So I think there's a potential that the person asking this, like so many, as uh, life advances, people are having a, a difficulty dealing with just life. Their, their mental health is suffering. They, they're under duress or under stress. They can't almost process their emotions. And so they're looking for an anchor. And so they're like, I just need someone to talk all my stuff out with. And maybe 
and again, I'm not discouraging that. So I just want to be clear, you know, and luckily we're on a full stream so you can hear all that I'm saying. I'm not discouraging you getting the help that you think you might need. Do that if you think you need that help. But also, you know, it would be sort of like, if you're going to exercise to lose weight, you might also want to diet because you might be inhibiting your efforts at the gym. So if you're going to go get counseling and talk through your emotional, emotional stuff, I would also recommend um, watch your intake. What are you watching mm. and listening yeah, to and really the good. voices in your life and the environments that you're in that are oh, so good. affecting your m- happiness? You know, the Bible is really clear about that, right? Like, right. Um, Don't think that going to a counselor one hour a week is going to be your magic pill. Yeah, everything else is yeah. If, you're, if you have no filter on what you let into your life and you're just like, man, I can't handle this. It's like, turn off your social media a little bit. You know, turn off the news if you're an adult and you're filled with fear. Because the Bible talks about how as we progress throughout time and history toward the end of days, men's heart will fail them for what they know about the world around them. It will fail. They'll be so frightened, you know? And so a, a good mm. a good way to hedge against that is look at the world around you and your community around you and stop listening to all the fear mongering, mm-hmm. you know? So maybe take those efforts too, and maybe you'll feel a little less like you need to talk, you know, maybe you will feel less mental pressure all the time. So I would also recommend that. That would be like eating healthy at home and working out. So if you're going to talk it out, maybe take less negativity in or less stressors in too. Yeah, good. Well, so there you go. I don't know if I have much more to say about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there any other scripture? You know, this is the thematic podcast. So what we're trying to do here is talk through a question or subject based on what we know of Mm -hmm. the word and God's heart and I think obviously God wants us to, God designed us not to be able to do everything on our own. Yeah, on purpose. So, yeah, so um, we need each other. We need each other, and I, I would say mm-hmm. this is part of it, and it's just a matter, just like everything else in life, like you said, are you getting wise counsel? Mm-hmm. Are you hanging out with wise friends? Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, all of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and uh, again, sort of like the bullseye we keep talking about, you know, ratchet it up if you, you know, ratchet up your efforts, you know, talk with trusted friends and family, get outside input. There's a, another scripture that talks about, you know, like, because the question is like, should I get counseling? To me, that implies I hire a person or I pick a person, you know, or a counseling center and I go talk out my stuff. But there's also... Um, it talks about in the Bible, the counsel of many, you know, mm-hmm. ma- right. There's wisdom in the counsel of many, Oh yeah, you know, so the multitude, of the counsel. multitude of counsel. So, so do that, do that potentially, but then also, are you in a community where, you know, and if this is a young person, um, if you have a relationship with your folks, invite your folks into the process, invite a pastor, a friend, like other people trusted voices into this process, right? 100%. You know, that's a way to vet kind of maybe what you're getting from your counselor, what you're processing. Those multitude of counsel will really help you validate kind of um, and authenticate the counsel or advice that you're getting. Part of it is sometimes people just want a professional listener, Mm -hmm. but I would also say that those are skills. I've been saying this for a long time, and I don't know if anyone is listening, but I've got a captive audience, so I'm going to say it again. It's interesting because people sort of feel in a community, they feel entitled to help, like to get help. I, 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 I watch these TikToks, people call in like, my heat's off and I need blankets, you know, and, and the church will go help or people will go help. 
but they'll be kind of nasty people or yeah. they'll be mean. It's like I find that to be true. You well. know, it's like maybe God designed it so like we need to be pleasant to, to each other so that when we need each other, it's easy to help one another. It's like, so maybe let's live in community together and maybe you need to, maybe there's a situation where you need to open up these icy rivers of communication that aren't open, get more people in your life, start to open up channels of communication and you wouldn't need potentially to like feel like you have to hire a professional listener. There might be a situation, I have found that to be true for some people, like I just need to like trauma dump on someone. It's like, yeah. I think maybe there's some other healing that also needs to happen. Yeah. You know, not saying, not saying, so don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that if you get counseling, you have bad relationships sure. with everyone else. I'm just saying that those are other things that could help too. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're almost done. I did want to yeah. just emphasize something that you said though, uh, because yeah, the multitude of counsel, that's, we give that advice all the time, especially mm -hmm. when it's like coming to a big decision in life. We say, try and find your answer through the written word, the Holy Spirit word, the peace of God, mm -hmm. pros and cons, mm -hmm. and the multitude of counsel. And so what I always tell people is, we live in a world that everybody loves to give their opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, should I blankety blank? And they'll just tell you their, your friends will just tell you their opinion. Everything from, you know, you, you think I should divorce him? Like, oh, here's my opinion, you know, whatever. And so I always tell people when you're seeking the multitude of counsel, find people that you know are mature believers and try and find them at different levels in your life. And by levels, I mean like a friend and then a mentor, yeah. maybe a leader or a pastor, maybe a few different ages. Like you said, maybe involve your parents. And I say, find five to seven people and then go to them and say, hey, I'm not asking for your opinion here's my situation. I'm asking that you would pray about this mm. on my behalf. I know that would be a labor of love for you. Will you pray about this? And if you feel like you hear something from God, come and tell me. That's good. Because that's a totally different thing than, hey, what do you think I should do? Yeah. And and if three of those seven people like just don't hear anything from God, okay, fine. Yeah. No, no problem. But if four of them or five or six or seven, they all hear something and they come back to you independently and they all say, yeah, like you're, you're praying about moving to Texas or staying in Coeur d'Alene. Like, I really feel like you should stay. Yeah, and, and I, all say, I wish I would have done that. Yeah, and yeah. all seven of them say yeah. this, but you're set on, sometimes we go to counseling because we want them to va va validate what we already yeah. want. And then, when we, and then when we get a different answer than what we already predetermined we wanted, we're like, they we find a reason to call them a bad counselor. Yeah. And we see this in, in marriages where people like, they're, you know, they want to, I don't know. Yeah. Make a decision that they shouldn't make. And then they're like, well, that's a bad counselor because the counselor said something that <laughs> yeah. they didn't so agree So they'll with. keep shopping until they find someone that'll uh, validate. Exactly. And then they're like, they listened to me finally. Right. Yeah. And all yeah. they mean is they actually <laughs> they, told me back what I was wanting to hear. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, like you just got to be really sober minded about, am I setting some structure up where I can only hear the answer that I want to hear? Yeah. Or am I actually open to the voice of God. And the, the benefit of the multitude of counsel is when you have seven, five different sources that aren't in coercion with each other mm -hmm. and they all say something and you know that they know God, yep. like you got to take that into account. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. I just had a huge flash. I'm sorry to open this up and we're almost at 20 minutes, but here's, you just gave me something that's going to blow people's minds. I think it's interesting because it, the system is set up, and this is no shade on counselors, but I'm going to say it anyway, because I'm just going to tell the truth what I think. 
counselors who have this repeated model of like, I see you every week, because full disclosure, some of the people who struggle the most that I know see a counselor like every week. And I don't see a ton of improvement for their life. Mm. And so to me, the fruit is on the tree a little bit. And I think it's because of the earlier advice I gave. They're not, they're going to the gym every week, but they're not eating healthy. And you're just like, if you would diet, you would see great results, that type of thing, right? Hmm. And the model is set up that almost, and I don't think any counselor is really doing this. Like, it's not that they don't want them to get healthy, but it's like, there's no, like, their livelihood is based on, repeat visits, so to speak. Hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas like Crossroads, it was one and done. You go for a week intensive or a two week intensive and they don't want to see you again kind of thing. It's like, yeah, we yeah. hope we help you. So maybe if you're selecting that's a, a counselor, point. try to select a counselor, maybe an intensive, maybe that's what I'm trying to get at. Maybe look for an intensive But some people model. do need a longer They, they may, yeah. There are some may. things, trauma and things. So I don't think you're saying like, that's never appropriate. Yeah. That's, I think you're yeah. just saying like, think it through and and if the idea is you're going to be in this room for the rest of your life that that maybe isn't appropriate that's what i'm trying to say thanks like, for helping me get it like thing is really like do you think this is and have the conversation with the counselor maybe yeah hey do you foresee you know like what, what's your general time span is it six months is it two years is it five years like when can i expect to like and i'm sure they're going to say something like well it depends on how you do but like mm-hmm. you can you can like suss out somebody's yeah general philosophy yeah. if they want you to be in that office forever yeah. versus I want to see you get healthy and leave. That's it. Yeah. And people do go to the gym their whole life, but they their health, they stay healthy or they improve. And so if you're going to stay with that counselor, you should see improvement. I see. So that would be the other thing I'm saying, because I'm just, again, trying to talk directly to that group of people that will pay money and go every week, but they don't see any improvement and they just feel like a train wreck their whole life. Yeah. That's who I'm trying to speak to. Yeah. So there you go. Well, thank you for the question. Um, I know that not everybody is considering counseling, but it is a relevant question. Whether you go to a professional counselor or not, as a believer in Jesus, we should always, all of us, be interested and willing to hear uh, wisdom and counsel from other spirit-filled believers one way or the other, because none of us have everything that we need and all the wisdom and everything. So. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Awesome. If you want to find us, you could find us at athematicpodcast.com or you could find me doing my ministry at logicostministries.com or you can find us each all over social media. All over it. All over it. <laughs> all right, we'll see you next thanks. time.